Welcome back to Careers Explained. Today, we're talking with Maddie Broderick about her career path and current role. She received her bachelor's degree from Colby College in environmental policy and philosophy, and she's interned in the Maine Conservation Voters and in the Environmental Crime Section of the U.S. Department of Justice. She's now a legal assistant with the Department of Justice in the Environmental and Natural Resource Department of the Environmental Enforcement Section. Welcome, Maddie, and thanks for coming on today. Thank you so much for having me. Can you start by telling us what you do in your current role? Yeah, so I'm a Pathways Program Legal Assistant, which means that I graduated within the past two years, so I could apply to this role, and I was given additional mentors um, for this first year of employment, um, along with a requirement for like 40 years of training um, that they check at the end of the year, make sure that you have had the support you needed, and then after that year, kind of reevaluate and see where you would want to go. So I would say the position mainly consists of 50% like admin work and then 50% um, projects that you would work on with a case team with attorneys. Um, the five main, five or six main categories are kind of like document, document preparation, court filing. So that might be like editing a consent decree or some briefing memo and it's mostly for grammar, but I guess you can also, once you've gotten used to it, I feel like from month one or two versus now I've been here for about nine months, um, I kind of understand more of what an attorney might look for in more substantive changes. And then there's other like legal support and research um, that really varies week to week, month to month, even day to day sometimes where it's helping with invoices, with like some Excel work, or maybe making a PowerPoint that an attorney might even present to the defendant um, or co-counsel or something like that. Um, and then there's also document and file management. So that is more like physical file stuff um, where I'll prepare files for scanning that can be uploaded to one of our databases that can then be reviewed by attorneys more easily and shared. And again, more admin work where it can be anything from filling out the travel authorizations from attorneys who've come back from work trips to mailing letters, FedExing like CDs that have files on them to some other counsel. Um, and then there's also just like time attendance, record keeping. And then on those five different roles that you articulated so helpfully, what is the typical breakdown? You said it varies by days and weeks, but for example, like on average, how much of your time is spent in each of those five categories on a given day or week? Mm. I, I will say it really depends. Sometimes I will have five people who, or five attorneys who just really need to file something. And so it will be just a lot of proofreading that week. Um, and sometimes those are one day turnarounds or a lot of times it's here's something Monday or Tuesday, if you can get it to me by the end of the week. Um, I think that is definitely something that was considered both in the interviews um, and something that I hadn't realized would be such a prominent feature of the job is just like being clear about when to get things back to attorneys since not everything is not everything is time sensitive but also you'll be given certain things that are time sensitive at the same time um, but I guess overall 50% is like the admin stuff. And then 50% is being able to work on other projects that you've been given that might have a longer timeline. Whereas the admin stuff is end of week versus like month long projects about like research or other like PowerPoint preparation, like I was saying. 
Yeah. And on those 50% of your time with the projects, can you give an example of one of those longer term projects and what that entailed? Yeah. So, so a project might be that in general, we're the environmental enforcement section. So sometimes there are violations um, or spillages or something like that. And we get data about it. So it might be like an Excel graph that ranks it in some way and makes it easier for an attorney to just see the data more easily and do what they want with it. So it's kind of like a cleaning up job as a project. Okay. That was a helpful example. Thank you for that. And then can you talk about what you like about the job and find challenging? Yeah, I think balancing the timelines is the most challenging part because we have about 30 attorneys in our in our region. The section is pretty large, which isn't the same for all of the sections within the Environmental and Natural Resource Division. Um, there are smaller sections, but EES, the Environmental Enforcement section is pretty large. So we are actually even broken down by region. Um, and we do have two legal assistants within my region. And so we actually share and split attorney tasks, usually for admin stuff, it makes it easier to do that. Yeah. Um, but I think that's definitely the hardest part is being able to communicate with, you know, a lot of attorneys, they all have, no one really knows what you're working on. Um, you know, like you might be on their case team for one, for one case, but um, they don't necessarily know what else you're working on. So that prioritizing of deadlines is definitely the most challenging part. Um, definitely. I would say, the most rewarding part of the job is just being able to talk to attorneys and like see them at work. Uh, They're really inclusive um, of sending meeting invites to everything and anything you would want to join, whether it's like depositions and like talking with the defendant, or it's even just internal case team meetings or something like that. Uh, they really just like want to give you the opportunity to see all aspects of a case and how it develops. Super cool. So first on the challenge front, you have essentially, you're assisting 15 or 30 to two. So yeah, how do you communicate what you're working on in terms of balancing all that work between them? They might not understand. Mm -hmm. And then also, can you talk a little bit more about that access to the legal process and learning, especially for someone new out of undergrad, sort of what are the options to learn about there and kind of what have you seen that you weren't familiar with before? Yeah, I feel like everyone who works in the federal government jokes about how many acronyms are thrown at you, but it is very accurate there. You just need, someone needs to make a list. I'm sure there is somewhere where it has a list of what everything stands for because people will just be throwing around things, uh, <laughs> words like there's a CD, of, you know, even the ENRD of the EES, the DOJ is like, you know, everyone wants to break it down or something short. Yes. Um, but uh so even though those acronyms get thrown at you at the beginning you you kind of find out on your own how to navigate the whole legal terminology world um and even just like how to how to understand how a case is developing um i would say the legal assistant that works with me in the region um is has been here about a year longer than me and she has been really great about being a mentor and guiding me and understands because she's you know just one year ahead of me what is needed to be able to integrate more easily and understand the legal process. Um, I think a little bit was just looking it up on my own. Yeah. And then also, again, the attorneys are so supportive. They, you know, you can pause a meeting and ask for clarification on something that may seem dumb to you at the moment, but they're, they're, they recognize I have absolutely no legal background, um, which I also think is important um, about the Pathways Program rule is having that kind of additional title tagged on to legal assistant and people recognizing that's right. They're right out of undergrad. They don't know anything. They didn't, you know, they didn't go to law school. They didn't take the bar, like a little 
uh, reminder that they can slow down. It's yeah. like student driver sticker, but for yes, exactly, yeah, it's nice that's tagged onto the to the position title. <laughs> yeah, I love that, and also the mentorship aspect of it, where you're not afraid to ask questions. Yeah. And can you have some examples of things that you've seen, like you mentioned, the depositions you can listen in on. What are some examples of experiences that you've that you've listened in on that taught you about the legal process? Yeah, I think it ranges from the case team internal meetings where we talk about our own tasks and what we should be accomplishing. And that's usually where I will get my task of the week from my own attorneys. Uh, but then being able to sit in yeah I'm not sure like I think there are endless possibilities because there are so many meetings that attorneys have if they were to invite me to everything I would not even be doing my own work I would just be going to meetings all day <laughs> um but, yeah but I, I think there's definitely opportunities to travel that I've had and my other legal assistant have also had to be able to go meet the um uh co-counsel out in whatever state we're working with um, and be able to meet with the case team because it's not only DOJs, it's sometimes DOJ and EPA or DOJ and the Department of the Navy. And so you get to meet with these other um, attorneys that you've been working with, kind of put a face to the name um, and be able to also be a part of those meetings. Um, and it doesn't happen all the time. I know it's like a great opportunity, but um, it's been one that we've both been able to enjoy. And when you talk about those meetings, it sounds like a great opportunity to learn, network, can you give a sense of how often those are? Like what percentage of your time it's in meetings getting to observe this process? I think it really depends who you're working with. I've worked with attorneys who want me to be included in the meetings with experts so that I understand the more technical side of, of negotiations and everything like that. And that has been a great experience. I'm glad I don't have that for every case that I'm a part of because I think that would be a little bit overwhelming and I would get confused and sometimes we use the same experts and stuff so that would be tough to be that would probably take up my whole um, time but you know maybe like for a few cases there's one recurring meeting with our internal team and then there's one recurring meeting with the expert every week so a, one case will have like three meetings that I would be included in for the week and I'm a part of a few case teams so maybe there's like six six or seven meetings within okay. the week just for like those inclusive meetings not right. on top of you know, like one-on-ones with my boss or something very helpful to get an understanding and you said around like few case teams at a time usually yeah. how many like different projects are you working simultaneously I would say I think I'm a part of three or four case teams everything kind of ebbs and flows just depending on where the case is at, whether it's being filed, um, whether it's going down a litigation path that maybe will entail more work in the future um, with like discovery and like more tasks for like support staff like me who can help with like organization versus mediation path kind of where that's not usually something I would always be included in because that's a lot of like drafting of complaints and memos maybe um again this is something coming from someone who doesn't have any legal background so I'm sure I'm throwing around some terms or something that's not quite right but that's generally what I'm feeling is different cases go in different ways um so I think three three to four cases at a time um but how much time they take up per week or per month really varies but they tend to even out to about like you know the, the seven or eight meetings I was talking about okay, got it. So about three to four cases, and then those will vary. And there's different types of projects depending on where they might go. So yeah. variability there. And then you mentioned sort of you don't have legal background, you're right out of undergrad. Can you talk about 
the opportunities for moving up from here and kind of why you got into the pathway program maybe related to that yeah I have a my own interest in going to law school and I know that not all the legal assistants within our section have that uh, but I think that is one of the best perks of this position is being able to talk about the career paths of every attorney I know and there's like you know 30 different people I can talk to that I just know not even talking about like the whole section or even the whole division if I wanted to talk to people outside of the environmental division uh, where I can get that information um so I think that is definitely the pro um and being able to have this experience for a few years um and I know that people in this position have gone to law school some people go and get their master's or just some higher education degree um but there are also legal assistants who are some of the best mentors because they've been here um, for a while and um, I think plan on staying in this position because um, that is their career path and know so much like you know we have these little travel questions on where to put funding expenses and stuff and they have done it so many times <laughs> yeah so a variety of options you could stay for a long time it's not like a standard two-year rotation but also law school is a common path from this point definitely yes and then can you talk about the training for the role? You mentioned you don't have a legal background. What was the prerequisite to achieve this role? I would say whatever the USA Jobs posting has is very accurate because I think it's pretty vague very or pretty general about just admin. Do you have the admin ability? Are you organized? Can you speak up for yourself when you need more time or you need more clarity on, on questions? So I think generally speaking, showing those skills is something that is uh great for like either getting the position or honestly any position um i did have the opportunity to intern with the environmental crime section which is like adjacent within enrd to my current section um and that was something that i think i had found on handshake or something through my own college um that had given me the opportunity to apply get it and that was like a summer of interning and getting those admin skills understanding of the DOJ and ENRD specifically um so I think that foot in the door with that internship was what enabled me to be able to check a lot of the boxes for this legal assistant position gotcha and what made you want this position over the other options coming out of college I honestly, the internship was what sold me. I had been talking to my supervisor at the time and he was talking about how like, oh, you should look, you know, in the coming months or about a year from now for the legal assistant positions. It's a path, there's this pathways program. So I heard about this position basically from that internship and it sounded exactly like what I wanted to do because I enjoyed the internship so much, which is why I wanted to go um, into it. But I would also just say in general, like with the federal government, um, as intimidating as USA Jobs portal is, because um, sometimes it does feel a little bit like a black hole, um, it it is great to be able to to step in and see the other opportunities that you can you can get um, working with the federal government, I guess, and especially with ENRD as a great division. Know your options, and then out of the options from your various prior experiences and looking forward, what qualities have you learned you do and don't want in a job? I think that's a tough question because you're exposed to both working on your own in this. I guess I'll speak to this position specifically before maybe touching on my past internships, but 
you work on your own and you're in charge of your own timeline to a certain extent and turning things around while also being given, you know, timelines by um, the attorneys, but you also are a part of a bunch of meetings. So, and get to work with them. And, you know, we, we do have a hybrid um, work system. So you do get to see people in the hallways and stuff and have those conversations. So it's tough. I think, um, I think I would, I, I'm not sure what I look for in a position. I kind of like it all. Um, I, I do enjoy the admin work. Um, it is just makes you feel kind of fulfilled at the end of the day that you were able to do stuff and check it off your your list um, as compared to these longer term projects that are more substantive. Yeah. Um, I guess what I've learned from my past internships at Maine Conservation Voters, um, where I worked more with like creating a, a voting um, absentee ballot voting campaign um, was that there was a lot of social media, um, creation in that position. Um, and it was with a much smaller team. So again, I don't know if I can decide which one I like more. I think putting yourself out there and getting both experiences, experiences is great, but being able to work with a small team does have a very different feeling and connection when you have one supervisor and one other person that you're working with and being able to put out product and have like very rapid agreement on things versus working with 15 people or even just a case team that's maybe four people but still having to like go through a ladder of command a little bit more um and also just like having community more having to be more on top of your communication because there are so many people that you need to be communicating with yes no right option but whatever <laughs> one prefers yeah <laughs> and then finally can you give advice for someone who likes the idea of a legal assistant or maybe following the law school route or just general career advice? Yeah, I think, um, I maybe should have said this in an earlier question, but you don't necessarily need to have been policy, environmental policy or law policy or philosophy or writing humanity stuff that like you could come into this position as a STEM person or something like that. I think as long as you have the general skills I had talked about before coming into it, you'll be fine. And I think it even brings a better perspective sometimes. That's perfect. Any other general career advice that you would give maybe for the interview process or just finding out what you like that you learned? I think there are good resources out there for how to navigate the USA Jobs Portal. Um, there is, you know, this almost... I don't know if there's a person behind it, but maybe automated experience of like, you know, submitting your resume and having to have the keywords. And um, there's also like a rating portion. So I think looking and doing your research into how to apply for a federal government job is very important because it is different from maybe other resumes where it's um, a smaller organization where it's a person, your supervisor looking at it rather than like it going through HR and going through like these automated processes. Um, but honestly, just, I have really enjoyed my time. I don't think everyone who's in the legal assistant position, again, wants to go to law school. I think you can get a lot out of it and not necessarily want to follow the law. And you can just get a really good understanding of what we're doing in the section or what ENRD or what DOJ is doing in general. And I think, um, yeah, if you're interested in it, you should definitely apply and um, don't be worried about your background in undergrad or anything like that. And you can definitely get a lot out of it. Awesome. Thank you so much for that advice and walking through your current role. Yes. Thank you so much for having me again. <laughs>